Hello, sports fan, and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school and a special guest uh, meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam, and I still know very little about football, so I'm joined, like always, by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? Uh, let's get this over and done with. I'm not looking forward to talking about this game. <laughs> the principal? In contrast to that, I'm very much looking forward to this. <laughs> and how exciting was Sunday night? Oh, yeah. And uh, special guest podcaster, The Frog. Evening, gentlemen. I'm looking forward to um, not smashing Ricky Raiders tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I normally ask every week, uh, Frog, uh, how much games of football we will watch but since there was only the real one game that we had to worry about and i know we all watched it because my uh whatsapp feed was a flood of messages <laughs> back and forth so i'm assuming we all watched game two of the raiders as uh, game two of the state of origin i think i was responsible for about 90 percent of that <laughs> all right well uh winners are grinners so <laughs> principal i'll let you and i'm grinning very much give us your thoughts what a game Showed where the two teams are at. Queensland fluked the first game. <laughs> Absolute fluke. The mastermind, the brilliant Freddie Fittler. Uh, I can't even say that. I don't think he's a mastermind. I don't think he's that good a coach. He just fluked. He, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was a great win uh, for New South Wales. What, what was fantastic is the, the stars of New South Wales that didn't, that weren't able to get into that first game the way they did were actually able to to get into this game had a bit more more time and space so it was fantastic to see and um, yeah I didn't I didn't expect it to be that big a like belt in the end it was it was pretty close I think you'd agree Smokes that for for most of that game it was just a the fatigue set in and, and New South Wales just ran away with it it just show, goes to show that you know the space you know they ended up. It sort of reminded me a little bit of, you know, they've got a lot of Penrith players, but when that space opened up and, you know, you started to get those connections, you know, they, they really started to, to put the tries on, which was, was as a New South Wales fan, that's fantastic to see. So, and um, sets it up for a great uh, series decider in Queensland. Yeah, yeah, look, um, I think you're right. Like, for what, about 55 minutes, that was a, a close, like, close on the scoreboard and, and Queensland, their scramble defence was, was really good, but... The Blues just played it well in terms of they, they eventually just wore Queensland down. And once they did, because of the speed at which they were playing at, it's so hard nowadays. Once a team gets that momentum and, and having that much possession, it's almost impossible to stop an avalanche of points. And, and, and we sort of discussed it last week. We said, look, if the Penrith boys do click and get it right, they can be very damaging. And, and they were. Um, Cleary had a standout game. Uh, Isaiah Yo was really, really strong. Uh, Matt Burton, I know he's not with Penrith anymore, but he had a very good debut. Uh, but ultimately, and I think the Frog will probably hammer this point home, is that where you won it is up the middle. You belted us in the forwards, and that's that's where the game was won. Yes, I, I think it was it was a, Jake Travojevic was made a big difference as well in that game, and um, yeah, it was just it was a bit of a it was a completely different game to the the first game. It was. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, I mean, there was no controversy. I think that the ref was very fair in this oh, don't, game. We're coming to that. And there was, um, there was, you know, it was, it was played by the rules very fairly. And um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it was just maybe you know that you know 
the Queensland team had a few more beers and they just didn't get, get enough training in during the week before the game, potentially. <laughs> There's a couple of factors, I think, um, playing to this. Number one, New South Wales definitely picked a better team uh, for game two, uh, particularly with Travojevic coming in. They got rid of Sims and a few, um, a bit of dead wood. Um, I'm not sure whether the Queensland forwards were played a bit by Freddie in relation to um, his rubbish comments about the speed of the ruck, um, whether they backed off a little bit. But to me, it was all about exactly what Smoke said. It was all about momentum. Um, and our forwards were nowhere near as aggressive. And it doesn't matter how good your backs are in these games, if your forwards aren't dominating, particularly in origin at that speed, uh, you're going to get your ass handed to you. And that's what happened to us, regardless of all the controversial calls by that wanker, Ashley Klein. <laughs> um, and that doesn't matter. You've got to be able to react to that in origin. And they did for about 55, 60 minutes. Uh, and then they lost it. So, and the loss isn't that important. It's how Queensland react to it and how Billy Slater reacts to it. And so it's all set up for a great game three at, um, at Suncorp. Yep, that's right. Yep, I think so. And and I think if you look at... Look, Queensland aren't going to make seven changes like the Blues did for a couple of reasons. One, I don't think they need to make seven changes. But two, they just don't have the depth that New South Wales do. That, that's a cold, hard reality. New South Wales have the luxury where they can make mass changes and still have an extremely strong lineup. I, if it was me, I'd be looking at three changes. I'd be bringing Corey Oates onto the left wing for Murray Talangi. Uh, I think Talangi struggled a bit. And one thing that, that another thing that New South Wales really dominated in, their two wingers both made over 200 metres. Queensland need a winger who can do the same thing. And Corey Oates has been doing that all year for the Broncos. He is a big body. He's in the best form of his career. He's as, bi- he's as big as any of the forwards on the field. They need that extra momentum coming off their line, especially with Cleary having the kicking game that he does. Uh, the other changes I would make, oh, don't hate me, Principal. But I think Josh might have... I think he's near the end. Both games, he, yeah, played, he only um, played just over 20 minutes in both games and his impact was not good in either of them. Yeah, I wonder, you know, if at, at club level he's been he's been in mm. good form. So yeah. I wonder if there's something not quite right there yeah. and that's why he's... He's been on reduced minutes, but then you yeah. think, why would they pick him if he, he was well, carrying an injury? So why start with him if he's only going to play 20 yeah. minutes? That's the weird thing. And look, he, I think he'll play. I think he will play. But if it was me, I'd be very much considering bringing Tom Flegler into that 17 because he adds a lot of aggression, which they were missing. And the other change I would make, and, and again, this... Uh, say what you will about him. David Fafita, such X-factor. And you put him in a good lineup with guys like Cameron Munster and Kalen Ponga feeding him the ball. Imagine the impact he could have coming off the bench. You bring him on for the last 15 minutes of each half, he could be lethal. And he can makes his Look, comeback from injury like, this week. He's a little bit like Greg English. You only get about two or three good games a year out of him, and one of those could be an origin decider. So, yeah, yeah I think I think Fafita would be worth um, be worth. Um, particularly to see how he goes this week. The other thing that Queensland really got wrong was their kicking game. Mm. Not necessarily the length of their kicks or where they went, but kicking early is a good tactic, but not when you are getting your hands oh, to you and you're coming off your try line all game. You don't give them the ball back on the third tackle. And 
it's a good tactic if, if you're on the front foot. Yeah. But, gee, not if you're coming off your try line. Uh, and we kick way too early on too many occasions, which had to be a tactic by the coach. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. But you're right, there must have been at least six or seven occasions in that game where Queensland kicked on the third tackle. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll see you up in Suncorp. It's okay. One all. Look, we'll see what changes the Blues make this time. Maybe he's going to beat his record and go for eight this time. Yeah. Who knows? I can't imagine he'll be doing that many changes. <laughs> you know, the um, the funny thing is all the changes. You know, the, the big one was Matt Burton, and that, mm. that was very effective. And, you yeah. know, basically it was a light... You know, a like-for-like replacement to Jack White and the energy mm. he showed and he just yeah. added that kicking game as well. I mean, mm. I think that kick that he, um, when he scored that try, still hasn't come down yet. It's just gone into oh, orbit. And, that was um, insane. He kicked another one up, <laughs> nearly above the lights in the stadium. Oh, so yeah, he, that he does good. have but a big boot some on of, Yeah. But some of the other changes, you just you think, well, oh, they, you know, Angus Crichton scored, but did he have a great game? wasn't anything special. Stephen Crichton's got to be under pressure, I, I feel. I thought he was your worst player. I thought he was your worst player. I don't think he's had any. I think he continued what he did in that first game in the limited minutes he had and, you know, continued that form into this. I think he's only there because of the Penrith connection. I don't think he'd be in if there was... That's exactly for another club. You can't tell me that Katoni Staggs is not a more dangerous proposition. And he let the the Munster try in. He let the line break created, which got Queens in the lead when they had no right to have the lead at that point in the game because they were being dominated. Yeah, he just—he never even looked likely to do anything. I, I think to keep he—I I think he'll be under pressure. I think they'll put Whiten back in Possibly. and Crichton out, and mm. hopefully Whiten can play on that side of the field. Mm. But um, yeah, some of the other you know, some of the other changes. The Jake Travojevic was great, but um, yeah, even Coruscant. I think you know he was solid, but yeah, it was interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see what he does this time round. Travoyevich yeah. is a wonderful player. I, that was just such a ridiculous non-selection in the first game. Yeah, he's he's yeah. so huge. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking with that. That's well, he he would bring so much like good morale to the team as well because he seems like a really positive, you know, loves his teammates like kind of guy. It just seemed very weird, and he's been in that system for so long now that it was so weird that he wasn't there. That that that's and and he proved it. He had a great game, and I I even questioned. Him being in front row when he was, I said yes, he should be selected. Should be in the front row. He was brilliant. He was fantastic. Yeah, I think it just proves he's got to be there for the next. For, well, obviously this next game, but you know, as, when he's in form and he's fit, he should be in there for the next couple of seas, series as well. As he, you know, should be mm. one of the first picked given that performance he had the other day. Mm. The one thing I'll say about this game is I watched the second half and I saw Nathan Cleary score a goal. I'm like, oh yeah, sweet. And then, like, three minutes later, I see him score again. I'm like, oh, they're just playing the replay yep. again. Oh, wait, no, no, this is a different a try. Wow, try. <laughs> that was, um, that was, a, that, it's just so crazy that some of those tries, they were nearly untouched. Just yeah. players running the ball in that second half. It just yeah. showed you how tired Queensland got towards that end. Yep. Yeah, some of those tries were just too easy. You know, they were just, one of them was very easy, probably, probably helped. Um, that I think do, you do, mentioned the obstruction. Do, yeah, um, that, uh, that one. And that, that I know was, the game was over at that point. That was the most blatant obstruction I've seen this year, I reckon. You know, I, I was happy for it to be a try, but yeah, I feel like in club in club footy, I reckon that's the well, because even, even when it was a water, so. I, th- I was just like, oh, the bunker will overturn this one, and it's like try confirmed. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, don't give up. <laughs> have, 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 a, have a thought for the frog when these games are on because I'm sitting next to Smokes watching it. 
So yeah, going different, definitely. You know, bit of pain that every father goes through. <laughs> oh, you know, I can, I can nearly just, you know, the messages that come through. They're just getting, they, you know, oh. we can't hear anything, but they just, they feel like they're getting they louder and louder. Like yeah. the, the typing, he's probably pounding on that phone, going. This they is ridiculous. It's a very durable phone screen. This one, it, it's um, it's 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 done the test. But do we dare talk about the controversy of the 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 few minutes leading up to the sin bin? I mean, I've made my Why thoughts not? very clear. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know nothing about it. So I've go made right my ahead. thoughts very clear. I don't think there was enough infringements or the same infringements, repeated infringements, for it to be a sin bin. And that's for me what a sin bin is supposed to be. I think Freddie was right in one thing he said, which pains me to say. He said, I think we got Queensland on the back foot by the speed of our play the ball meant that they continued to give those infringements away. Yeah. And that's yeah. what led to the referee putting... But, but what annoyed me about it, and sin being or not, whatever, what annoyed me about it was in the middle of those penalties was the escort... Uh, which yes, had nothing to do with repeated scrum infringement, and he used that as part of his excuse for sin bin. Well, that's not a team penalty. That's a personal penalty, Even and it wasn't even an escort to start with. But to throw that in the mix, to me, was ridiculous, and that's one of the reasons why Ashley Klein is such a wanker. <laughs> yeah. I bet he, he probably wishes he could take that one back. But, you know, when you looked at... They had a, a few sticks against anyway, separate to that, but the... Um, when you looked at what Kafusi did, he was basically wasn't even involved in the tackle. Then jumped on top, and then he pushed him back down again and had his hands on. It was it was that was a reputation penalty. That was a reputation sin bin, I think. Yeah, it was. If it, you know, it was. It's always going to be controversial because it. If that was Kalen Ponga, does he get sin bin? No, no. Well, we've spoken about a hundred times. Yeah. Players come with his baggage. Yeah. And if you're like a, you know, like the Hargreaves type baggage yeah. from the, you know, he's always he going to be. He deserves it though. He's treading up on his scum, of course. <laughs> mate, mate, if, if Cameron Smith, if Cameron Smith had done that in Origin, Cameron would have got the penalty. Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, we miss you, Cameron. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap us up there on the Origin talk. Oh, at least, thank for the, God, for the games. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, well, let's go through this. Uh, we only had the one game, obviously, to tip and. Uh, Smokes tipped Queensland, the rest of us tipped New South Wales, so we all got one point. 100% right this week. Uh, Two weeks... Oh, no. Yeah. One week in a row. <laughs> Perfect round. <laughs> Perfect round. Uh, so, season-wide, Smokes is still in lead, uh, comfortable lead there, 87 out of 118, uh, followed by me, 83, uh, then Principal, 76, and then Phantom, 75. So, uh, we'll have some interesting tips this week, I'm sure, with some controversial games, and Again, I couldn't find the power rankings. I looked this morning. Um, this I think afternoon. because there was no there was no round games. That's why there was no news. Just in, we've actually got some power rankings. Oh, here we go. New South Wales, top of the table, uh-huh. number one. Uh-huh. Queensland. Let me, let me, let me guess. Queensland. Uh, Canberra second. No, we've put um, uh, New South Wales women's team number two. Ah, yes. You know, we've got we're going down the list. We've got the um. The under, what was it, 19 New South Wales team? Oh, it was, them it was in a there. New South Wales Queensland. And then we've we got the Queensland team all the way at the bottom. So we're just going to chuck them in at number eight. I don't know how many other teams <laughs> I can squeeze in there, but they're very, they're, they're very low. They've slid a lot. Actually, you make a good point. The under 19s women's New South Wales team, 
were they the ones that scored? Yeah, that uh, fantastic, fantastic try. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was a good try. I saw that in just on Reddit, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. Why aren't we talking about this more on the podcast? And I shared it with all the boys. Yeah, actually, the, yeah, that was a great. Yeah, in the female state of origin, um, the women's state of origin as well. That was fantastic, and just shows you that they could, the way they play and how exciting the games are. You know, mm. they could they could have their own three series, um, three game series. I mean. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say that'll be coming that, that soon. Was, that was great to watch. Yeah. I that was, think that was three so, yeah. tries Especially... all, top quality game. Um, I think yeah. there was a moment that game where it was, I don't know if uh, one of the teams was up by a couple of points and it looked like Queensland had scored this ripper of a try from a bomb and, and they sort of scooped the bat, but it turned out the player was just offside and I think not long after that, the Blues got the winning try. So uh, it was a very tight game. But those, those women's origin matches are always really, they're always like six points or less. So uh, I, I don't think it'll be long until it's a three-game series, especially now they're adding more NRL W teams. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a bigger pool to select yeah. from. Mm. All right. Uh, well, moving on to some news. <laughs> the first news article we got here, the Blues haven't won a Suncorp decider since 2005. Will Freddie... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, will Freddie be able to I make I had that? to put something in there to improve my mood. And I thought, oh, good, that, that's something we can hang on to. It's been 17 years since, <laughs> since we've lost a decider in Brisbane. Um, I guess that the main... How point, good are the... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. How, good would, how good would the tears be from all the Queensland supporters when they... Freddie finally wins this game from, and it's going to be, you know, win it in their, on their home turf. The tears from a packed Suncourt Stadium. Yeah, and I guess the thing the is, we were, able to, we were able to pack our It'll stadium without thing. doing two-for-one ticket sales as well. So that was really good. Weeks ago, I might add. Yeah, but that, <laughs> our stadium is pretty pretty much double your stadium. So, so is your, pop, you know, so is your, popula- so is your population. 45. So is your population. So. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, look, I, I guess the main point of that article, though, was talking about how... There's a couple of guys, you know, like, for example, you mentioned Jack Whiten, who is your best in game one, will be available for game three, and Latrell Mitchell makes his comeback. Are either of those guys realistic chance of coming in, or is Freddie going to stick with the winning side? What's what's the story? What's going to happen? Yeah. I'd stick with, with the winning hmm. side. I mean, what you've been by? Well, it was a big scoreline, exactly. Yeah. What's that? Well, what, I, 22 points? Yeah. <laughs> I think... I'm slightly biased. White is my favourite player, but <laughs> given, <laughs> you know, I did name him as well, captain. played I, game one. I did predict him as captain of the New South Wales team from the bench. <laughs> You're a but, clown. Um, <laughs> he, um, he's got, after that performance, he'll be in there for sure. Crichton hasn't really found whatever form he has at club level, hmm. and adding Whiten will just give you that extra boost. I'd um, be more worried of Whiten you know, than Crichton, I've got to admit. What? White and always yeah. turns up. He, he's always he's a good player. He's and he's just solid in defence. He's not going to let you down in that that respect. And the enthusiasm he showed, like that was he he was so far ahead of any other New South Wales player in that first game that you couldn't leave him out. So I think yeah, Crichton might be in trouble. I hope they don't move him to the bench. I think they could probably be a, a bit more creative there and come up with something else there. Um, but yeah, I think that that'll be the main change. I can't imagine Latrell's going to get a run. No, nah, he's not going to be fit him. enough. I don't. I don't no, think they need him. He won't. Not no. with. Not with an, He hasn't had enough games. Mm. I think that that would be a liability. He could win them the game, but if his body breaks down or if he's just a bit off the mark, you know, in terms of pace, I think it's going to. You know, they they need everyone performing to their best straight away um, to win it up in Queensland. From what you guys have said in the past, yeah, he takes time to yeah, get he does. You know, match he fitness does. or whatever. So. I don't think yeah. I'm going to put the troll on. 
<laughs> Moving on to the next news article here. Far from ideal, Radley sets for sit down with NRL bosses after X rated act was caught on camera. Filthy I'm trying to figure out what the X rated act was. Grub. Filthy, <laughs> just rotten, can... Victor the Conflictor. What well, did he when do? When the camera was on Why them did... in their dressing sheds after the game, and if you play this, this video, he ends up mimicking that he's masturbating um, Joseph Suwali. Sorry. It, 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 yeah, just watch so, it, it'll um, come up. But. Um, he, he mimics that he is masturbating his teammate, and he did it because he knew the cameras were on him. Didn't, um, didn't another Roosters halfback um, perform a, quite a famous act on Australia Day uh, some years back? Yeah, it yeah it's just something, something in the water Mitchell there at Pierce? Bondi, I think. They, they do filthy, filthy <laughs> rotten things. Here it comes here. Um, oh, yeah, there, right, yep, right, right, right. Um, yeah. And look, Radley's got form for doing <laughs> silly things on and off the field. He just... I mean, the camera's on, mate. And the, the biggest game of the year, everyone's watching. Like, grow up, you moron. Just shows this culture that the yeah. fandom goes on about <laughs> at the Roosters, right? Yeah. What culture? The culture of um, idiots. Let's culture put it of that idiots. Way. I like it. I like it. I, I had a few words. I was cycling through them. I thought that it will save our um, host editing later. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. All right. Uh, I thought it was interesting, though. At the end of the game, there was obviously a streaker on the field because oh, there was, when yes. Mike Channel 9 puts mm. their, the desk with the, the commentators and stuff on the, on the yeah, field, yeah. you could hear a crowd and you could see all the security guards yeah. running onto the I read about the that today, actually, yeah. Get them. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just searching for the stats for the game two, and I think somebody flashed uh, in on the ABC broadcast... A chick was flashing her tits on the on the episode, so I'm like, maybe, maybe it's 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 uh the Roosters us, yeah, uh, Sydney City Sydney, Sydney, and yeah, yeah. Perth. There's something wrong with Perth, mate. <laughs> this this won't surprise anyone, but Smokes and I did not watch any post match <laughs> interviews, replays, nothing. In fact, I think we pulled out reruns of yeah, would have been something, so. <laughs> yeah, something to try and improve our mood. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move on to some other news topics. It won't be a success. Kamali's potential Tigers appointment labelled unfair. Oh, this is because Cameron Seraldo has officially knocked them back. And now there's some reports suggesting that Brett Kamali is the front runner. Um, surely not. I mean, he, it's, he's got no experience as a coach at any level, I don't think. Crazy. Crazy. They'll give him a five-year deal and punt him in yeah. about June next yeah. year. I think they just like throwing money away. Oh, they they just give these coaches contracts and they, they only have to work two years of it. So um, it's just, given the coaches are out there, you know, you've got two coaches that have had success, they've won grand finals, yeah. and they're not getting mentioned. You know, you go Paul Green or um, uh, Flanagan. Flanagan. Flanagan, yeah. You get, yeah, Flanagan. And Flanagan you get perfect for them. Coaches, pr- yeah, Flanagan. I. Tigers are the Bulldogs. I think they'd appreciate that type of coach where mm. he's, you know, he's had success, he knows what he's doing and he obviously, you know, has a way of sort of getting together. You know, Sharks are a bit of a rabble for a long time but, and he got them together and got them to the finals. So, um, yeah, just, I, I think this is crazy. Just, but it could also be just media, a media sort of uh, beat up a bit and, on the Tigers. You re- know, reading what, um, reading this story and you hear what that, and I don't like this guy, about David Riccio. Trying to says, oh no, I think that I think it's a good chance of happening because Tim Sheens wants to be more hands on. Tim Sheens doesn't have any interest in coaching anymore. That those days are past no. him. If he wanted to be coach, he'd apply for the head coaching role. 
the situation that the Tigers will not improve until their front office improves. And, it's, and if you look at the Broncos, that's exactly what happened mm. with them last year. They got a good CEO and a good uh, football manager, and their team started to turn their performances around. So it starts in the front office, and they've got a bad front yep. office. Yep. Like and what about what about players that you know they're trying to sign, and then you got this in the media saying Kamali, my coach. What player's going to go there? Play under Kamali at the Tigers after you know. Where's he going to get them? It's just, it's just yeah. crazy talk. Yeah, I think so too. Another yeah. another season of Tiger Town coming up, I guess. He'd been blowing up Lodge's messy Warriors exit laid bare as Roosters deal called into the question. The salary sum, Brett. This, yeah, you the know, unlimited salary sum. Like, yeah. is this is a hundred thousand? How much are you actually getting? You know, Uncle Nick's brown paper bag under the table. Who knows? No, look, I actually think it's a good signing. Um, look, he's dirt cheap because they're getting him at a hundred thousand. Uh, he's well-rested because he hasn't played for about six weeks. And he's a pretty damn good prop. I mean, he was carrying the Warriors. Um, and once since he left, they haven't won a game. They've been, And I'm not saying it's all because he left, but they've been pretty useless without him. I think it's a very good signing. I think he's going to fit in really well with their culture. <laughs> him, Hargraves, <laughs> Bradley. Yep. That forward, that, their forward pack. Um, well, you wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley, would you? a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> you know... Bruce, oh, oh, do you remember? Do you remember a couple of years ago when Trent Robinson said we got no interest in Tavita Pangai Junior. We have a better culture, <laughs> and they've just they've just signed exactly. that lodge. Mm. I think it, that that sums it up very nicely. I was going to say the um, you know they used to sign superstars. They signed Sonny Bill Williams for a similar sort of length of contract at the end of a season, and now they got Lodge, and um, I think it's. Probably a sign of the times they're struggling. Well, they yeah, some... isn't it funny that culture goes out the window when you start to drop down the ladder a little bit? Yeah. And you, you, you take whoever you can get to try and get you up a couple of runs. I'd love them to miss the eight. That'd be so awesome. How good is it when the Roosters struggle? Just We love you, Phantom. I'm not bitter at all. Definitely not bitter about that grand final. I definitely don't think about that all the time. And... <laughs> No, no, not obsessing over it or anything. Wakes up screaming, six again, six again. <laughs> I have nightmares about those words. <laughs> In some news that I'm sure made Smokes thrilled beyond belief, Cobo has extended with the Broncos until 2025. Oh, that is quite a Brilliant. Lot. Take it away, Frog. What do you think of this? Oh, look, he's, he's a good young player, but he, he is a winger. He had a shocker in Origin too. Um... I hope he's not reading the press. I, I hope he's not reading that he's as good as Greg Inglis or he's the next Latrell Mitchell. Um, he's a good player. And the Broncos have, have, I guess in recent years, have made a couple of expensive signings. What they do do quite well now, particularly since Iken went there, they're not paying overs for these players. Um, and I hope they've done the same with Selwyn Cobbo. Because uh, there's no winger in the, in the comp worth a million bucks. Just like there's no prop pain, remember that. Um, so, yeah, it's look, it's a good signing. Whether they'll keep all these young stars in the next two or three years is, um, uh, is, is yet to be seen. But this is where, when those windows open up like they did for the Raiders a couple of years ago, they've got to take advantage of it and win a premiership because they can soon disappear. So it's, it's the Broncos' time in the next two or three years and we'll see what they can get out of it. And Colbo's one of the guys who could... Um, yeah, he's. Um, what I liked about this is he's 
he clearly uh, he's supported the club his entire life growing in that um, country Queensland town so he always wanted to play for them and Sounds like you turned away a bit of cash to stay with them. Um, again, the salary sombreros came knocking hard, Uncle Nick and his crew. But, uh, you know, money doesn't win every time, Mr. Politis. So, Cobos with us. Deal with it. And then I think this is our last news article here. It just doesn't make sense. Former New Zealand star calls for origin eligibility overhaul. What would a Kiwi know? Uh, uh, every year, I'm pretty sure this type of thing comes up. You know... It's origin. It's Queensland versus New South Wales. It's not Queensland versus New South Wales plus whoever they can pick, even though yeah. New Zealand New Zealand and Pacific Island players. I think they should be trying to grow the game, the other games as well. You know, that, that I really enjoyed. I actually missed the New Zealand Tonga game because I thought it was actually at 7.30. So I yeah, it was the early game. That's right. Um, yeah, but I, I watched the Papua New Guinea and Fiji game. Mm. That was actually a pretty good game. That was actually enjoyable to yeah, watch. Yeah, it was close, so yeah. I saw some I of it. I think um, I, I sort of like what it is at the moment, to be honest. I, I don't love the eligibility with, you know, do they play for New South Wales or do they play with their country? I don't love that whole thing that comes up. But I want to read one particular quote from this, this Tony Kemp, this, this former Kiwi coach. Players have Pacific heritage, and that means more to the Pacific than New South Wales or Queensland. I'm sorry, you base this on what? Are you going to try and tell a young Queenslander that this guy from the Pacific, being from the Pacific, means more to him than what it does to the Queenslander being a Queenslander, or the New South Welshman being a New South Welshman? Give me a break. The fact is, Origin is the most tribal sporting contest in Australia. To try and suggest that that other people are more passionate about what they do. I mean, that, that's, that's, a, that's a stretch. I think this guy's got rocks in his head. In his head. And he's trying to say, oh, they're more, Pacific, they're more passionate to be Pacific Islander players, but we want them to play Origin too. That's well, a contradiction. Just, just leave it alone. The door's shut. Just, just stay away. It's, it's just leave Origin. Yeah. Otherwise, it won't work. It I think is. if they just move them to separate weeks, you know, you can still have your... Representative rounds, and you can have your pump up the Pacific Islands and make them have their own, you know, traditional contest. Like New Zealand versus Tonga, that that should be on every year because that could be a real standout game. And you've got all those Pacific Islands, but not at the same time as a set of origin. Yeah, do it. You can have it it at the end of the season or something. Yeah, and Queensland will continue to decide who's a Queenslander and who's eligible when it when it's exactly the way it should be. (laughs) I was going to add. But in addition to this, Queensland have been yeah. picking whoever they like for a long time. Well, we all love that Queensland. They made that. Remember that. Bowerville, that's in Queensland. You can sing us a few bars at the end of this uh, podcast. I'll do it. I'll do it. Can that can be, be our outro. <laughs> all right. Uh, Smokes, any update on this? Uh, well, no, because there was, there was no round game. this week because the Origin. But now that Origin's uh, done for the week, I can have a look at the team and make some astute. Uh, selections. I'll do a Freddie and drop half the team, and then we can improve our performances. So that that will be the goal. All right. Well, onto this week's beer bets. Uh, who's got a bet for me? I've got a bet. Our wonderful heroic battling against injury captain Adam Reynolds will have two try assists against the Cowboys on Saturday night. Oh, it makes it hard because he's pretty much involved in everything. Four beers. So. Yeah, it's against a very very. Ooh, it's against just, the I'll second just best take it on the, the hope. Co- I'll take. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm taking it on the... the. I'm thinking that he's probably going to start 
then go off after 20 minutes. He's only going to get one and one try assist, and then that I'll win. So let's run with that. I should have said two try involvements. That way, if he scores a try, it counts, but it's too late now, isn't it? That's all right. Two try assists yeah. will do. Uh, Frog, you got a bit? Uh, I'm, I'm backing the Roosters 13 plus. Taken. I'm pretty sure we're all taking that one. Yep. That is something he would actually do too. Always happy to assist Phantom. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent, he would make that. Uh, Principal, your beer bet. Beer bets will be this week. I got hundred percent in the Origin tipping round, <laughs> and I'm tipping. Guy. I'm going to get hundred percent in, in this round. I am taking. So I'm going to eight from eight in the tipping. Please. I am taking gonna... that. And all right, four beers or two beers? We're going four beers. Yep, I'm all over that action. Eight from eight. Yeah, I reckon it's possible right. this week. I was looking at the games. I've got it covered. Right. I'm taking all right. it. All right, that's, that's confidence. I like mm. it. All right, principal push-up challenge. I believe it's finished now. Correct. Finally, it's over. Thank goodness. I three thousand one hundred thirty-nine push-ups, and my shoulder is actually stuffed. I don't know how to stuff my shoulder doing them, but my shoulder is stuffed. I'm. It's getting old. Fine. Mate. I'm still sore. I'm too old. I'm getting too old for this. And um, anyway, but we did it. So we raised a fair bit of money, actually. I don't have the exact Can we still donate? Over 500 bucks. Um, We can still donate at the moment. So I think it's closing shortly. Uh, But yeah, uh, the Phantom, myself and my partner, my wife as well, we all um, jumped on and raised the money. We all did 100% of the push-ups. So Did Phantom get through the 200% he was going to do? No idea, but if he did... Far out. That's great effort if you did because I. That's a lot. I couldn't do another push up more. I was done by the, by the by that last one. I was stuffed. So, you know, good on him if you did. I'm sure we can share the link on the Pub Talk Rugby League podcast Facebook page. Round 16. We've got some tips to put yep. in. Uh, so we'll start with the Sea Eagles and the Storm, and we'll start with Frog. What's your tip for this one, get uh, Frog? Oh, Storm by an innings. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll go the Storm as well, but Cameron Munster is officially ruled out of this game, so could even it up a bit. So Smokes on Storm. I've got the Phantoms on the Storm. I'm pretty sure I'm on the Storm. Principal? Uh, we're going the Storm. Even without um, Munster, they'll be more than that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Knights and Titans. Smokes, let's see. I'm going the upset here. I'm going the Gold Coast Titans. David Feeder back. He wants to impress... The origin selectors. Uh, principal? Uh, yeah, I think Ponga's uh, ruled out of this one as well. Mm, he is. With the concussion from the other night. So, yeah, I'm going to go Titans as well. I think they might be able to finally get a win. I think they're probably due. Frog, here you go. Oh, this is the battle of the coaches under pressure, isn't it? I'll, um, I think I'll go the Titans too. I think Fafita might have a big one. Titans for the Phantom. Uh, and then this one is a very close game by the bookies. Uh, Knights are only just ahead, so I guess I'm going to go the Knights. Oh, that's right. You go the bookies, don't you? Frog, I just he go just with goes the, the bookies uh, favourites. <laughs> All right. Uh, Panthers, Roosters. I'm going to guess Panthers for everyone. But, uh, Frog, let's go with you. I'm going to go for the Roosters just for the Fanto. I think I should do something for Fanto this week. So I'll go the Rooters. All right, well, Fandom's going the I'm Roosters. I'm not insane. I'm going Penrith. And Principal? Uh, lock me in for the Panthers. I refuse oh, sorry, to tip the Roosters. You're not allowed to tip sorry, the Roosters. Uh, I knew that. Ro- I knew that. Roosters are going to get pumped in this game. It's going to be a huge <laughs> score. 
They, right. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a replication of the origin score. It's gonna be that that big. I hope so. Right. All right. Uh, we got bulldogs and the sharks. Sorry, uh, I'll get the me. sharkies in this one. Uh, danger game though. Dogs are in a bit of form. Yeah, but not going to beat the Sharks. Pro- the probably Sharks not. Pro- fourth versus Yeah, 13. probably not, yeah, but right. I'll, I'll go to Sharks. Uh, all right, Principal? Uh, I'm going to go Sharks, but I can actually see the Bulldogs springing a bit of an upset in this one. And Frog? I think the Dogs are the better the round. Go. He's all, all over right. it. I would have thought Phantom pick... Uh, yeah, that's odd for him. He's, he's a bit of a doggies fanatic. But yeah. Trent Barrett yeah, doesn't yeah. coach him anymore, so he doesn't right. care. Had a bit of a man crush on him. All right, uh, Cowboys and Bulldogs. Principal, let's get you a bit. Uh, I'm going to go Cowboys for this Boo. one. I think it's I think it's going to be really close. I think it's going to go back to the the Cowboys Broncos games, the of, old rivalry, you know, probably five years ago. Yeah, I think it's going to be that, that's going to start back up. They're both going to be really competitive, but I'm just going to go the favorite with this one. But you know, again, yeah, Cowboys are favourites. It's probably a good bet for Broncos, uh, I reckon, as well. Cowboys home games, so they should be favourites. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. well, the mean, Broncos, of course. They're, um, they're, we're going to bounce back. They're both quite. Yeah, they're right up there. They're both quite high up in the ladder. Uh, all right, uh, Frog, who are you tipping? Yeah, Broncos. Um, Broncos in a golden point with our captain kicking the winning. I goal. hope it doesn't field. come yep. to that, okay. but obviously the Broncos. Um, no, I think we'll go. Oh, I have to watch it with you, so <laughs> if it doesn't come to it. Too. I have to go somewhere public, so I behave myself. <laughs> uh, does that does that actually help you? <laughs> no, it doesn't really. Here? I don't know. You go somewhere public, I'll stay. <laughs> <home>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we've got the Rabbitohs versus the Eels. Uh, let's go with Principal. Uh, we're going to go Eels with this one. Oh, and is this you tipping or your son? No, this is me this week. Back to you. Oh, I you was, doing? You, I'm you going to get my other son to tip, but I forgot to do it. So next week he'll be doing the tips. Okay, next week. Next this week. week All right, me. Smokes. I'll go the Eels too. I think they're a little bit better balanced than the South Sydney. But uh, Latrell's back though, so very interesting. All right, Phantom's tipping Rabbitohs and Frog. Bunnies in an upset. Down all the upsets. Right. Okay, and then we've got New Zealand versus West Tigers. Let's go Spikes. Oh, I'm on the Warriors. It's their first game back in New Zealand. I think they'll be really pumped up for this, so I'm all over that action. Frog? Jeez, who cares? Um, Tigers, West Tigers. <laughs> all right. West Tigers. Sorry, that was disrespectful. No, that's fine. Tigers fan, uh, New Tigers fans. I don't think they were. Don't worry. <laughs> New Zealand Warriors are the favourites, so I'll go them. Phantom's got the Warriors and Principal. I echo previous statements. Who cares? We are very happy to insult any Tigers or Warriors fans on this because I'm pretty sure we we skip really. these games quite regularly. Um, but I will go Warriors because they're back at home and good on them. They need to be back yeah. at home. I think it's going to make a big difference, hopefully. Just yeah, they to need it. see some more competitive games. They need it. And then Dragons versus the Raiders at Wynn Stadium. So I guess it's Dragons home ground. Uh, Smokes, uh, uh, I'm going to go the Raiders. Uh, they're in pretty good form at the moment. Uh, Principal, I'm assuming Raiders. Ricky's Raiders. Ricky. All about, Ricky's Raiders all about Jack. No, I'm tipping Whiten. I'm tipping, I'm tipping Jack. Tipping Jack. Uh, Phantom's picked Dragons. Maybe just out of spite. He always know. tips out of spite. Uh, and then Frog, who are you tipping? Where, where's this play? Uh, Wollong- Wollongong. Wollongong. Oh, oh, no, Dragons. Dragons. I think um, Ben Hunt's... Yeah, I think Ben Hunt's under a bit of an injury cloud as well after Origin. Yeah, that, that'll be the big thing. If, so he, I think if he's, he's, he's out, been named. if he's out, they're out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, bookies have them at not super confident. Pretty close. You know, pretty close in the odds. The favorite. Yeah. yeah, pretty close. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, tipping for round 16 and the end of this podcast. So I would like to thank uh, Frog for joining and being that fourth voice. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's been great to have somebody different because we don't have Phantom anymore. Uh, and uh, thank you all for listening. That's it. Frog and has done we'll half as you. many episodes on this podcast as the Phantom. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I, I well, can't well, talk Thank that, you all for so listening. We'll see you all next goodbye. week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Go the Raiders. All right. All right. All right, boys. Good luck.